From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. We always love to bring you great music and great musicians here on Highway 89, but it's doubly fun when those touring artists who stop in at our studios also turn out to be local talent. Today we've got Michelle Moonshine and company squeezing us into one of the busiest touring schedules we've ever seen. We'll talk about that later. The band is Michelle Moonshine, acoustic guitar and lead vocals, and two musicians we are welcoming back to Highway 89, Bronk Onion on upright bass, and John Davis, electric guitar and backup vocals, and we've got Goose on the drum kit. Yep, just Goose playing with brushes in our studio today. Let's get started with some country-esque Americana, Michelle Moonshine and company with Make You Mine.
That's Make You Mine in studio today, coming to you live. We're hearing Michelle Moonshine and band. And I have to say, Michelle, you are a busy, busy person. We're looking at a Facebook post from a while ago. It said, busy day, spent a couple hours in the studio recording vocals for somebody's EP, now in Park City to play for Thin Air Park City, then back down to Salt Lake City for the Hogwallow solo tonight. Is that just a typical day? No, thank goodness. <laughs> okay, thank goodness. There's those those kind of days every, I'd like to say at least one or two a month, that are pretty crazy. <laughs> well, we're glad we're we're squeezed into your schedule here yeah, today. Yeah, thanks for having us. And you know the very first line of that song, "If I had a nickel, baby, if I had a dime." There's just so much rhythm just right in that. That I love that songwriting where it's just the, the spoken rhythm comes right out. How long have you been writing? Um, probably about th- as long as I've been playing which would be about five five years five and a half years maybe well you play so much you're making up for any time you missed before that because seriously you've got a lot of times where you've got even double headers we see like three double headers sometimes Mm -hmm. you're in one city and then you go to the next which may not seem like a lot to people until they realize there's setup takedown travel load up the cars and all that yeah that's a lot so you do that because you want to do that to yourself no. or it just works out that way? I think it just kind of works out that way. And how about singing-wise? Singing-wise. Your wise, voice just lasts no matter how long? No, you... I didn't have a voice this weekend, basically, <laughs> which was really awful. I mean, we spent three days in Colorado and then came back and had a had a show and then had one the next day. And it was it was what it, Bronk called it endearing. That's what he said. Endearing sound to your, a certain vulnerability. Yes. (laughs) That's that's, yes, a nice way to say it. Yes. But you must love something about touring because you do do it. Yeah. Have you you've been quite a few places all over the U.S. Yeah. So tell us about what's the biggest and the farthest so far. Um, a few years ago, I did a like a solo tour opening up for a friend's band. His name's Tony Holiday, mm-hmm. And that was 30 days. And that was pretty insane. But it was up and along the West Coast and back. Yeah. Well, you've been all over the West, obviously. Yes, yes. And not, so, much in the, not much on the East Coast. So the question is, when you're doing what you do, do you ever think, okay, is the next step Nashville? Or is there some other place I should be going? Or do you like the way you're doing it now? I like the way I'm doing it now because most people think they want to move to Nashville or they want to move to LA or Austin but really what they're doing is they're taking themselves a big fish in a small pond and they're putting themselves in a big pond and they're becoming a small fish you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. you kind of build your hometown core and then you can move you know what I mean but I love I love Utah it's beautiful people are great but I think we're gonna I'm gonna stick around here for a little while you know well good for us yeah let me ask you this. With all that driving, any any tour on the road disasters, breakdowns? What happened? Um, I got my oil changed before we left, and they didn't connect the, the skid plate. So for a good 50 miles, it was dragging on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that sound? And the boys, they're like, oh, it's nothing. It's just the It's just the tires. It's... It's just, that's just a road. Those are really bad tires. You know, and I'm like, no, guys, I think we need to pull over. But, yeah, nothing besides that. It was pretty great. Not bad, not bad. What's yeah. the hardest stretch to drive? Um, I think what we just did, I mean, we did them several times, but eight-hour drives that, you know, took 12 hours. But from here to Denver is pretty gnarly. Hmm. And um, we did, like, three or four eight- to 12-hour drives in three days which was pretty bad well, let's hear some here's some more music this is a track from your latest album your ep and mm-hmm. people can find that online this is called not knowing so uh, set this up for us um it's kind of when you and i, I don't want to call it love but it may be infatuation when you're so infatuated with somebody and you think it's love and you can't get them off of your mind it's like you're looking at your phone all the time. You're, you're, you're like, what are they doing? Where are they? And like, when you talk to them, you have no idea what to say. It's, <laughs> it's just, yeah. We've all been there. Good. We're going to hear this song. This is from the new EP. The song is called Not Knowing. And you can find out tour dates and other information, either Michelle Moonshine on Facebook or michellemoonshine.com. Here we go.
That's Michelle Moonshine and Company, Not Knowing is the name of the song. That's also the very first track on the new EP. In studio today, Salt Lake City bass band, Michelle and Company here. Now, we've got to ask about your hat. Okay. Was that always a thing or kind of an accident? But it's kind of a trademark Not, now. It is a little bit. Um, I've always been really, really shy. And so my intention um, was to buy a hat that would cover my eyes so I wouldn't have to look at people when I performed. Um, and it turned out not to be able to cover my eyes, but I just stuck with it. Keeps my hair out of my face while I play as well. Well, it's even, it's even been drawn, like yeah. part of a logo now. Yeah, yeah. So very nice. So is it the same hat? Um, I mean, it, it's not, it looks similar. Is it similar. the original or just close? Close. Okay. Yeah. Five years of performing full-time. I want to ask, because lots of musicians go through this. Uh, they love their music. They're kind of wondering about that. What made you, what was the tipping point? What made you take um, the decision? It was probably, I don't know, I've gone on and off the last few years, but um, mostly it was, you know, working a full-time job and making as much in a week that I knew I could make in a couple of days working, you know, mm. and my time is valuable to me. Like yeah. my life is valuable and I don't want to sell that time to somebody else for. I like how you put that. Yeah. That's great. That almost sounds like a song. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so you've had some association with some really well-known TV songs or talent shows, The Voice and yeah. America's Got Talent. Now, one of them you were recruited for and then you turned it down. I did. So what was the story there? Um, well, I told you about that 30-day tour I took, Yeah. right? Yeah. So um, I went on that tour, and towards the end, I was just like, the last, like the day we were supposed to, the night before we were supposed to drive home, I was like, I got to get out of here. I feel awful. <laughs> I go home, and two days later, and while I was on tour, actually, sorry, I'm bad at telling stories, but while I was on tour, they emailed me, mm -hmm. and they asked me to go do it in Denver in June, so it was a couple months away I said of course I will and I come home and the day after tour I come home and it's Mother's Day and I found out I was pregnant oh wow and so I had this this obligation that I was gonna go do the voice and I told myself like I'm just gonna hide it I'm just gonna go because I cannot live not knowing what would have happened and mm -hmm. I want my son to grow up and be like my mom could have done that but she never she'll never know like I didn't want him to feel guilty and I don't mm -hmm. know so I went and I was accepted to it they asked me to come for to go for three months and you can't talk to anybody while you're there and mm. I was like oh well I can't go but thank you very much <laughs> you know so at least I know now how it works how it could have that. happened you know yeah and it was nice to have that choice it was like i didn't have to choose one of the other i knew that i could have had both you know and the other one america's got talent is that still ongoing no it's not apparently they didn't like us very much <laughs> we went and uh we went and auditioned i did a private audition and it was a taylor swift tune we mm -hmm. had to learn because we don't know any uh, popular music but it was a really good growing experience with the three of us and well, you know, that whole Mother's Day, what a day to find out you're going to be a mother. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, I had a bad dream. I swear I'm pregnant. I had a dream. <laughs> and I go back to sleep, and I woke up two hours later, and I'm like, this is on. This is real. <laughs> yeah. Well, that leads, I think, into this next song, because it's a lullaby. Maybe I'm just assuming this is one you've sung to your son. Yes. But, but set up, this is your kind of original twist on a traditional piece. Yeah, it's kind of, my son screams like a pterodactyl, and he kind of <laughs> always has. And it's been a real struggle trying to play guitar and sing with him. Like, mm -hmm. I thought it would be more natural, but it's kind of not. And he likes to bite my fingers when I play guitar. So I wrote this song way up high on the neck. And uh, so he couldn't bite so my fingers so he could play with the bottom. And it just, whenever he's upset, I can sing this song and he just melts and he just sits there and looks at me and it's really sweet. Nice. Well, let's hear this. This is a hush little baby. All right. And we'll give you a minute if you want to tune here. And uh, we were looking on Michelle's website. We saw this great thing. Now that we've talked about the, the son with the pterodactyl scream, uh, this was a great post that said, uh, what do mommies and daddies of toddlers do for fun when their child sleeps? Nighttime gardening. And there's this picture outside. It is dark. There's the porch light on, a little gardening going on. And 
I just think that's funny. I've never heard of nighttime gardeners before, and then just this week I've met two of them now. Let's hear Hush Little Baby. Hush, little baby. That's Michelle Moonshine and Company. I like that version. That's kind of a two-step. You can maybe dance till you're tired enough to go to sleep <laughs> if you won't. You know, uh, there are lots of reviews we were reading about Michelle's voice. People uh, were trying to find one that kind of represented something that everybody was hinting at, and it was one fan wrote, wonderful, pure music. Roll on. We like that. Very nice. We're going to hear another one. This is called Don't Know Your Name.
That's Michelle Moonshine and company coming to you live from our performance studio here at BYU Broadcasting. And if you're hearing ominous thunder in the background, that's uh, our next uh, our next guest. That's Bronk Onion, and he is setting down his giant stand-up bass. You have to be careful what you do with that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it would have been a lot easier to play a smaller instrument, but it's too late now. It's just the sound. The sound of it is so great. Yeah. So you have some classical training. Most people, uh, most people don't start with an electric and then go stand up. It's usually the other way around. Is that right? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on your background. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that you started off classical. Okay. No, I, I wouldn't say I have classical training. <laughs> okay. I listened to a bunch of Nirvana songs and figured them out. Okay. Well, classic rock then. There you go. Okay, I like that. And I do have to ask you about your name. Because I have not met many people named Brunk, but I have met zero people named Onion. Really? Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like old life stuff that hangs around you. And sometimes well, I, I it's your it's name, a, you know? I think it's a cool name. I just had never yeah. heard it before. That's great. You have an unofficial PhD in Bob Dylan. Okay. And I wonder if you'd tell me how you got this. I just listened to a lot of his music um, growing up and and uh, followed him around a little bit and went to a bunch of shows and stuff like that. We were reading that you had, uh, while you were at the Boston University in the foreign language lab, you had a job there and that you, the professor had loaded up like Wow, every, you guys know everything. Oh, we, we're doing our best. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really smart guy named Christopher Ricks who has written some books on Bob Dylan. And um, he had the entire catalog there at, um, that I had access to, so yeah. Just could play and play and listen. Yeah, who wouldn't want to hear Bob singing just all day? <laughs> well, let me ask you about another project you have going. There's the, there is this tradition in classical music that goes back to like Ray Fun Williams, British guys, and Gustav Holtz, who were writing all this classical music, but they loved the folk music and they saw it fading and dying. They actually went around and would listen to songs and write them down, songs that had not maybe even ever been written down. And you have this project that looks back to the roots of the music, yeah, all kinds of music. It's called a, a treewithrootsmusic.org if people want to check out this out. But tell me what you do. Thanks, yeah. It's a nonprofit that's um, dedicated to preserving traditional music in places that are kind of most threatened from uh, urbanization and globalization. So we go to these little communities where they would normally have the opportunity to record and put their music on YouTube and stuff, and we film them and promote them. So Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad, yeah. We're, we went to Louisiana and did a project on Cajun music, and we're just about to launch a project on Bahia in Brazil, which would be like the origin of uh, samba. Cool, cool music. So do check out the website if you'd like, a treewithrootsmusic.org. Very cool. Thank you. 
Well, let's let you pick up your, your bass there. We're going to hear some more music. This is the title track of uh, the new EP by Michelle Moonshine and Company. And once again, just a quick reminder, the website is michellemoonshine.com, and you can also just look up Michelle Moonshine on Facebook, too. Here we go.
live in studio on Highway 89. We're listening to Michelle Moonshine and Company. And as we look at the website, Michelle, we see that you do solo, you do duo, you do trio, you do quartet. And of course, you must have started out solo. But do you remember the first time you had a bunch of players and you got to play with a band with one of your songs? I think it was uh, when we added Bronk. Well, you mean like three or four? Whatever. They're both pretty exciting. I mean, just, just just more than you. Just just did it feel like it came came alive? It seems like yeah. that would be exciting for a song, songwriter. Yeah, Goose was number one uh-huh. on the drums. So it was when he came along and started. He he was number one. He's making a joke over there. He he was the first one to join me. And so, but Alex. you still do that. You do come solo, duo, trio, or, yes. or quartet. So yeah. that, how do you do that? Uh, always changing in your mind. It seems like sometimes other, you're expecting other people to come in and like, oh, wait, I got to cover this part. Yeah, it's a little interesting. We've, uh, we've done every variation except for the one not including me. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Or they do it sometimes. That's I when think, you totally when lose your voice. I'm late or whatnot, yeah. <laughs> But um, there's definitely different things that you have to you have to balance. Like one person has to take over these parts. Like John will play bass parts on his electric mm. um, and cover cover uh, bronc, and I have to play more percussive on my guitar when Goose isn't there. You know, it's just, it's weird. And we I try to be flexible. I mean, this is the only thing I do. Like I'm a full time mom, and then I do this. And so if one of them can't be there. We're going to do it anyways. <laughs> and it, it comes, it turns out to be some cool things in there, you know, yeah. that you lose. Well, musicians who are on the road and, and who play, play as sidemen, they get to be so good at, at just knowing in the moment what to do. Yeah. kind of blows me away. Yeah. When did you first know that you could sing? Like sing like other people might want to hear you. Um, well, I've always personally thought I had a nice voice. <laughs> I don't think people say that very often. But oh, I love that. I grew up like singing Johnny Cash, like singing harmony to Johnny Cash uh-huh. in the shower. And nice. I love singing harmony. But um, one time I I met these two. I was sneaking into somewhere that I shouldn't have been because I wasn't old enough to be there. But I met some musicians and they're like, what are you doing after this? And I'm like, nothing. So I go back to their place and they're having like a get together and playing music. And I'm like, what is this? You know, and that was like opening my eyes to music. And a couple of weeks later, like between that time, they had a New Year's Eve gig in Colorado. And here I am, I was like 19 years old. And they're like, we don't have anybody to drive us. They sound like scumbags, but they're like, <laughs> they're like I'm like, I'll drive you. So this 19 year old is driving these grown men to Colorado for their show. And after that show, they were singing and I chimed in with a harmony and they're like, oh my goodness. Like, okay, you're gonna have to sing from now on now. And that was kind of it. And started playing and gigging from there. Oh, very, very cool. Now, I understand you got a piano and upright prayer. Is this to add one more skill to the... I've tried. Like, I worked out um, Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, yes, we know which song you're talking about. You're trying to pretend you don't know, because it's kind of (laughs) embarrassing. But um, It's actually my theme song for... Oh, No, never mind. It's fine. Um, (laughs) For me, yeah, I would... I I never want to stop learning different Mm -hmm. instruments. Um, And for my son, too. He likes, he likes it. He goes up and plays it and he's starting to like, even today and yesterday, it's a new thing. He'll go up to it and play it and then he'll sing the note that he's playing, which is really awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. I'll hear him over there. He'll be like, oh, like play the it's low, super note. low note. Yeah. <laughs> a little young for the bass part, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and do you tune your piano? No, it's so bad. Do you, do you know I somebody? I'd like to do you ask know musicians somebody? that usually off the air, but... Our, I, ours gets tuned for my birthday, and if it's in between, we just live with it. But. Yeah, I bought it from a college student up here mm-hmm. in Provo, and we got it into a truck and whatnot. And they didn't take it; wasn't in tune. <laughs> but they're like, played it. I don't know. It's kind of beautiful when it's not in tune. It's still pretty, and I don't know. Well, we're gonna hear. We've got time. We may even squeeze two more out of you. But set up this first one that's called Cold, Cold North Winds. Yes. Okay. Any particular oh, place you're up. talking about, or um, it's the f- yeah, it's a fuse. Uh, can't not being able to get somebody off of your mind in mm. a bad way, mm. like you just want to be done with it. You don't want them on your brain. It's because they like 
talking about not knowing, like they were on your brain all the time and love mm-hmm. them and whatnot. And then it's like cold North winds is the other side of it when it's like, this is not a good thing. And it's, it's like poisonous. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you just can't get rid of it. Let's hear yeah. it. All right. This is uh, Cold North Winds, Michelle Moonshine and Company. And I think we've got time. We'll hear this. We're going to squeeze one more in after that. Michelle Moonshine and Company, that's Cold North Winds. And we're going to hear one more before we go out here on Highway 89. This one is called Don't Want to Be You.
That's Don't Want to Be You, Michelle Moonshine and Company. Don't want to be anyone mean like you. I like that ending. That's great. <laughs> hey, I have to compliment you and the band on a fabulous assortment of hats. We've oh. got cowboy hats. <laughs> we've got a fedora. We've got a couple baseball caps, including one with a chainsaw from Steel. Yeah. You know the brand on it, and I can't see, I can't see what kind of bronc has it. What's on your hat there? It's the chainsaw. Sweat marks. Oh. Okay, chainsaws all the way. That's good. He's got a K-U-E-R hat on right now. A little bit of local color. Very nice there. Well, you can find more information about the group's upcoming performances and their music online at michellemoonshine.com. And how long is your current tour? As long as uh, these guys will play with me. Goes through the whole summer? Or yeah. Or you're looking we're, beyond that already? Oh, yeah. We're booked out through almost all of October right now. Nice. So when, yeah. you, when, you, when you head out... Do you try and say, hey, we'll do a week at a time? Or do you try and do just sort of daily gigs um, within driving distance? Well, we we have a couple weekend uh, trips coming mm -hmm. up in surrounding states. And then in August, we have about a 10-day tour through southern Utah, New Mexico, Colorado. Yes. All the West. Yes. Michelle, thank you so much for you thank and the you. band coming in. This has been fun to have thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Michelle Moonshine, acoustic guitar and lead vocals. Bronk Onion, upright bass. John Davis, electric, electric guitar and backup vocals. Goose on the drum set. And if you're listening at home, if just caught part of the show, you want to hear the first part or hear it again or share it with a friend, you can do that. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89 and follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our film assistant is Abby Horlocker, and the show's producer is Jackie Tateishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.